Hey guys, Stephen here. I hope you're going super well. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to learn with dyslexia. And I really mean how to learn once you're an adult, you're a teenager. How are you truly going to learn? Now, and this isn't a, this isn't a, a session about how do you remember stuff from paper. This is how do you actually learn and bring that learning into everyday life so you can add value, you know, create a job, take that learning into your relationships, your physical health, the work. So let's dive into this episode. Okay, let's dive into this episode. So this episode is on learning. What a horrible word for many of us. We've we've all had probably horrible experiences at school, could be with a parent, a family member, where we feel like we're being pushed into a learning hole that we just hate. Um, maybe it was homework we had to do. Uh, you, you know, when I say homework, what always comes to my mind is is spending 30 minutes trying to explain why I didn't need to do my homework. That would have probably taken me 10 minutes to complete. Um, does that sound like you or anyone you know? It's a very common uh, dyslexic way we learn and deal with learning. Um, it also comes back to this opposition inside myself. I hated learning in the ways I was forced to in school, but as an adult, growth, personal development, oh, I just love it. I absolutely love it. I love being challenged. As long as I felt like I've been the instigator of that challenge, I love feeling it. It makes me feel empowered. I love getting new information in my brain and changing my belief patterns. I don't, I don't feel like I'm a fixed soul in a lot of ways. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not easy to change my views always, but when it changes, it changes at full speed. And I saw, I always remember seeing this in my dad's learning style is I've never seen a man more fixed in life, but if he went on a discovery journey to develop something, especially around his health, he was really into diets. I don't think he ever really succeeded in my opinion. It's, it's a long-term process, shall we say. But um, if he discovered a diet, he could change from being, you know, a vegan God to being on the carnivore diet overnight and he had every answer for why he's changed and how he's seen the light. Uh, <laughs> he's, it was always funny, and that's how he learned. He learned by discovering on his own. Um, he enjoyed it so much, getting caught up in different findings and beliefs. And he, can, he could read to a level, watched videos and different things, and he loved discovering. And I think that's the real phrase, discovering. Discovering makes it about you finding something to learn. It doesn't feel like you're being forced into it, which is something dyslexics are not overly fans of, right? It doesn't really make you um, want to do it. Uh, and that's really important to realize. The other things to realize when you're learning, and, and I'm really talking from a teenager, an adult going into the world, you know, creating longer term relationships and and learning how to be better at them. Um, it's a long-term journey that there is no end point. You don't get a degree at the end. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't think, um, that exists and the same in business and work, you know, learning on the job is a really important thing for dyslexics. We need to be learning kinesthetically by doing and experiencing. There is no better form of learning than getting your hands dirty. You know, I always, what I've said to a lot of people is if they've really got a huge goal to go to university, unless they are so, so sure, and we're talking 90%, like it's in their bones, they're going to be a doctor, a vet, 
you know, something they want to do. Um, you know, don't rush into university or college, in my opinion. Go out, get your hands dirty in that industry. You know, what can you do to see it from the bottom up? And if you do that and you get your hands dirty, you learn a bit from experience, you're not only going to be better at going into school from having some frame of reference, but you're going to know that you're committed and passionate and you're not going to have wasted five, six years. What I see so often with dyslexics is they'll go in and do a degree that they think is right for them for whatever reasons. Parents have told them, someone's told them to do it a certain way. They will love the experience. Don't get me wrong. They love the college experience um, because it's so hands-on in the fact that they're building relationships. They're learning a lot about themselves. But they'll walk out with a huge debt, a lot of them, not all, but a lot of them, and um, not really love or have passion for what they studied. It's why they drop out and start businesses. And sometimes university was a catalyst for that. But university wasn't the thing on its own that 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 caused that does that make sense sometimes think there needs to be more of a um an early workers kind of college experience for um for 18 to 24 year olds where they can be part of something that's kind of like a college experience but they're hands-on working be it in a trade like a builder or a carpenter or uh, something else but there's they've got a bit of the college experience but without the uh the whole college thing itself, but that's just a personal thought. But I guess what I'm coming back to is, is experience is so valuable. We are visual people that need to have our hands on to really identify with something that's coming to us. I can't say it enough. I can't, you know, speak it enough. I know myself, I sometimes miss it and don't do it, but I know when I do do it, I'm like, wow, that was amazing. It's like it's like meditation, for example. When I first did meditation, I didn't think it would work for me. I spent years not doing it again because I had such a fixed image. Until I decided, I still read a book, which fed me some information. And when I say read, I listened through Audible. And I was like, I, you know, this book has made me think differently. Could meditation be right if it was done a little bit differently? So I went out and I got a new meditation that was more visual you know using visual words and 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 information and i sat down and i experienced that meditation and the first time i listened to it i wasn't too sure but i said hey you know i need to not make a decision straight away i'm going to do it a few more times and as as it went on for four or five days i started to change my opinion and said hey this is super valuable uh, um, and I experienced it more and more. And as I experienced it, it's become part of me now. And it's been a massive, valuable asset. And I've learned to enjoy it. And I think that's the key is I've learned to enjoy it. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to get across is we can be sometimes very fixed. We can do things the hard way a lot of the time, when, especially when it comes to learning. You know, we, we don't take advice unless we're seeking it. Um, like if you're listening to this podcast, you're seeking advice, you're seeking someone else's opinion, you're seeking to be heard, to be seen, for someone to speak your words, right? And at the moment, this is super powerful. But for majority of people, they will go through periods of listening to this podcast. 
you know, the average listener, well, many of us, many, many do 30, 40, 50 episodes and love it. Some do all of them, which is great as well. There's a lot of value in them and they're very, most of them are relatively short to do that in. But what will happen is life will go on and, you know, you'll be distracted. Something else will happen in your in your life. Something else that will take your attention away and you'll uh, you'll focus on learning that. And then at some point, you'll have a moment and dyslexia will flare up again and you'll go, actually, I need I need some more on this. I wonder what's on the podcast. And it'll reinvigorate your attention into it and you'll listen to another 20 or 30 podcasts and you'll be sharing it and telling others about it. You'll be fully energized. And that's how our brains work. I'm very aware of that. Um, you know, it's how my brain works. Very few podcasts are always there for me. Um and I, if this one is there for you, that's fantastic. I love it. Make sure you reach out and tell me that because I always love to hear it. But it's it's important to understand how our brains work is whatever we're focused on, whatever we want to learn, we are animals. And when we're learning it, we will consume information. You know, and you'll, you'll try and read sometimes. You'll be reading articles on the web or short form text more than likely. You'll be watching short videos on YouTube. You'll be discovering stuff feverishly and I think that is the biggest thing I've learned about learning is making sure I follow my passion of what I want to learn the minute I try and force myself to learn something I'm not interested in it's a hiding to nowhere right I just don't want to do it I will make sure I fail my brain sometimes feels so smart and so fast, it feels like it's going to self-sabotage it because it's like, I don't want to learn this. Even if my conscious brain's saying you should learn this, I'm going to sabotage it and then prove it wrong or prove it right. Do you know what I mean? Does that ever feel true? And so what I've really learned is that what am I passionate about? Like at the moment, coaching is so important to me. So I'm doing coaching sessions with people to get better. Um, you know, I'm, I'm picking up clients that, you know, more and more of them, which is fantastic. I'm reading books. I'm trying things out. I'm testing and measuring. I'm loving it. I'm playing with it. I'm enjoying it. I'm seeing how I can change someone's life, how I can open doors that they didn't think were possible. I'm, in, I'm engaged in it. Um, and so I'm learning it. And I'll tell you, the best way I've learned how to coach, for example, is by doing it is by coaching more and more people, giving free sessions away, practicing, testing out my methods. If all I did was read a book on coaching, 100 books or listen to 100 books, I'd be a terrible coach, right? It's because I've done 100 hours of different people's work. I've, I've learned what, what, what sinks in, what works for some, what doesn't work for others, and I've honed my style. Now, you might you might decide, actually, I want to be a builder. I want to build things. I want to work with my hands in a certain way. You know, the best thing you can do is go and get an apprenticeship, you know, and dive in, you know, be, go get a job at the bottom of the rung and start playing with it and learning that way. You know, I always notice that the best entrepreneurs that were dyslexic, that's how they got started wasn't from reading a book and becoming an entrepreneur. It was going and getting their hands dirty somewhere. You know, you read Steve Jobs. He, you know, he was playing with technology. He was trying it out. He was fiddling around. He was enjoying it. He was looking at opportunities, but he was, he was learning on the job is what he was doing. 
until the idea popped. And that, that is because he immersed himself in that learning environment. And don't think that going to get a job early is not a great way to learn. It can be. It can be such a good place. You know, in some cases, you may have to volunteer and work for someone for free. You may have to become an intern. You know, at least you don't have a student debt. And I'll tell you, you know, if you go and learn that way and become a free intern for three to six months, you know, the amount of companies, if you do, if you're really passionate about it and really love it, are going to offer you a job. They want passionate people who want to work somewhere, right? It's pretty powerful, especially in medium businesses, small to medium businesses. But that's just what I wanted to share is that, you know, learning for us is an experience. It's not a book. You know, you've got to use it. It's it's like with this podcast. If you if you use what I say and try it, even for a couple of times, that's going to stay with you 10 times more than if you don't. You don't if you don't test it. It's like if you wanted to play with this, what could you experience to embed in your head? that you, you want to learn? Is there something, what, what are you passionate about? What's something small you could experience and dig in? Give it, give it a try. Hopefully it's been a valuable podcast. I'll be back next week, guys. Have an epic rest of your day. Keep sharing the pod. I really appreciate it. And thank you for everyone who's reaching out. I love, I love hearing from you.